Josh looked at her. The baby falcons are gone. Chapter 2 Maybe they flew away, Ruth Rose suggested. The kids had climbed down and were standing under the falcon's tree. Josh shook his head. They were just learning to fly, he said. They weren't ready to leave their parents yet. Could they have fallen out, Dink asked. He glanced at the ground. I doubt it, said Josh. If they had, the parents would still be here watching over them. He frowned. I think something took those birds, he said. What do you mean? Ruth Rose asked. What kind of something? Animals, Josh explained. Owls and snakes like to eat baby birds. But wouldn't the parents protect the little falcons? Dink asked. Yeah, Josh said, unless something happened to them too. Maybe something scared the parents away, Ruth Rose said. Josh shook his head. The parents wouldn't leave their babies. Then what could have happened to them? Dink asked. Five falcons can't just disappear. I don't know, Josh said. He looked worried. Come on, let's get out of here. I want to report this. Report it to who? Ruth Rose asked. She and Dink followed Josh back toward the path. I'm not sure, but we can ask Mrs. Wong, said Josh. She knows a lot about animals. Twenty minutes later, the kids walked into Furry Feet, Mrs. Wong's pet shop. She was cleaning a large goldfish tank. Hi, kids, Mrs. Wong said. What's up? I was just about to close for the day. Josh explained about the missing falcons. They were there yesterday, he said, but today they're gone. Mrs. Wong wiped her hands on her jeans. That does seem odd, she said. Peregrines are an endangered species, Josh said. Should I report this to someone? That's a good idea, Josh, said Mrs. Wong. She went over to her desk and pulled open a drawer. Here you go, she said, handing Josh a card. That's the number for the Department of Environmental Protection, the DEP for short. They have an office over at the fire station. Thanks, Mrs. Wong, Josh said. May I use your phone? Josh dialed the number while Mrs. Wong went back to cleaning the goldfish tank. Dink and Ruth Rose listened as Josh explained about the nest and the missing falcons. He thanked whomever he was speaking with and hung up. Someone is going to go out there and take a look, he told Dink and Ruth Rose. But the guy I talked to said an owl probably got the babies. Ruth Rose shuddered. Those poor falcons. The kids thanked Mrs. Wong and left the store. Outside, it was starting to get dark. Ruth Rose, Josh, and Dink crossed Main Street and cut through Center Park. A family of ducks was swimming in the pond. When the parents noticed the humans, they quacked loudly to their babies. The ducklings quickly swam over to their mother and father. Josh stopped walking. I don't think an owl could have taken those baby falcons. You don't? Dink asked. Josh shook his head. Mother and father falcons are fierce. They wouldn't let an owl within ten feet of their nest. Could a snake climb that high? Ruth Rose asked. Josh smirked. Yeah, a human snake. What do you mean? Dink asked. You think a person stole the falcons? Josh nodded. But who would do something like that? Ruth Rose asked. I don't know, Josh said, but we're going to find out. Chapter 3 The next morning, Dink rang Ruth Rose's doorbell. 
she came to the door wearing a green jogging suit. Even her sneakers and headband were green. You look like a bush, Dink said. Ruth Rose grinned and yelled into the house, Mom, I'm leaving. She and Dink headed up Woody Street to pick up Josh. They were going back to the Falcon's Nest to look for clues. Josh lived at the end of Farm Lane in a big yellow house. Behind the house stood a white barn. Josh was shooting baskets at a hoop nailed to the barn door. He was dressed in a camouflage shirt and pants. Geez, Dink said. Why didn't you guys tell me you were going disguised as trees? The three kids hurried down River Road, then took a bike path into the woods. Just before they reached the clearing, Josh stopped. A man wearing jeans and a flannel shirt was standing under the falcon's tree, looking up into the branches. The kids looked at each other, then stepped into the clearing. The man turned around. He had wavy black hair.